Welcome inside the lab at Formula 4 Media. I am Bob McGee. And today I am speaking with Mr. Chris Garrett, Director of Consumer Marketing for FootJoy, part of the Akushnet Company in Fairhaven, Massachusetts, which is also the parent of the Titleist Golf brand. Mr. Garrett, a Providence College graduate with a degree in business management, has been with the Akushnet Company in a variety of capacities for about a decade. He has been in his current position since June 2014. FootJoy, the iconic name and classically crafted golf footwear that was born in the shoe city of Brockton, Massachusetts, introduced the luxury line of performance golf shoes, apparel, and a glove to the golf trade earlier this year. The FJ1857 collection honors the brand's heritage and dedication to craftsmanship. Good morning, uh, Chris. First, let's address a little bit of history about FootJoy. Maybe you could give our listeners a little quick overview of the company, the brand, including the significance of the 1857 uh, in the naming of the new collection. Sure. Thank you, Bob. Well, the 1857 collection uh, for us pays homage to our FJ's long storied history of manufacturing the best golf products in the business. We were originally founded in Brockton, Massachusetts in, in 1857, where actually our shoe, t- our shoe design team was still located as the Burton Packard Shoe Company. That company soon became known as the Field and Flint Company. And during this period, the company was actually producing boots for soldiers during the Civil War, uh, which is sort of a strange origin for us. But from the turn of the century, they were also producing a, a small line of golf shoes, which even at that time were called foot joys. The, the line of foot joy shoes rose to prominence very quickly. Uh, it was actually selected as the official shoe of the 1927 American Ryder Cup team, uh, captained by Walter Hagen, and a few years later captured the first official shoe count on the PGA Tour in 1945. Footjoy has actually won every shoe count on the PGA Tour since then, uh, which is an interesting bit of history. Soon after the turn of the century, a, a shoe company called Stone Tarlow bought Footjoy with a specific emphasis on delivering product to on-course uh, golf professionals, which really gave Footjoy the niche in the marketplace that it needed. The independent company that was established, now known uh, as Footjoy, was formally incorporated in 1970. And then just to, to go through quickly some, some milestones after that, the first Footjoy golf shoe was introduced in 1979. I'm sorry, golf glove was introduced in 1979. Socks were added in 1981. The iconic uh, dry joy shoe was created in 1996. Outerwear in 1997, custom shoes in 2003. Uh, we introduced the BOA lacing system in 2006, and most recently, full line apparel in 2012. So it, it's it's really difficult to condense a, 160 plus years of history into a few paragraphs, but hopefully that gives a sense of the the roots of the brand. I think the the most important takeaway uh, for your listeners is we've been solely focused on shoes for over 160 years. Fascinating, uh, Chris. Given uh, you know, some some brands come and go, and you guys endured for uh, more than a century, uh, more than a century and a half. So that's amazing. Well, before we dig into the specifics of the collection, also maybe we could just touch upon brief your take and a Christian's take on what's going on and trends in the golf soft goods market today, both uh, specifically in the U.S. but maybe a little bit on worldwide, if you want to touch upon that as well. Sure. I think in terms of style, we continue to see a balance of athletic and traditional styling. Certainly a lot of players are moving towards athletic looking golf shoes like for us a, a Pro SL or a Tour S, but we still see a lot of players, especially in the college competitive amateur and, and tour level, still opting for a very simple classic looking white saddle shoe or wingtip shoe. Justin Thomas, as, as most people have seen, uh, 
wears that type of shoe. He wears a shield tip shoe every week that he plays. So all white golf shoes are still very, very popular uh, at all levels of the game. And, and again, that sort of all white traditional saddle shoe is still, it's, it's very timeless. It, it still continues to be very popular. I think too, uh, versatility continues to be something really important in the marketplace, both for footwear and apparel. I think in shoes, we've seen um, a, a, a trend towards shoes that, that players can wear to and from the golf course, and that continues to, to still be very important. And in apparel, uh, we're, we're now, we've not now been in full-line golf apparel for about six years. I think people are looking for apparel that's suitable for layering and also performs in all conditions. You want to make sure whatever you put on can handle whatever you're going to do in the at the golf course, but maybe also off the golf course. So a nice shirt that you can wear to the office and then out to play golf. And I guess similarly with the shoes that you're selecting. But now let's touch upon this collection, this 1857 collection. I, I saw it in Orlando in January. Very impressed at how uh, rich and luxurious it looks. What makes this collection unique among all the foot joy lines you've done over the years? And I just want to ask, was it developed and designed in-house? And I do understand it was sourced in Portugal, but I know you guys reference it as being sourced in Europe, so maybe the sourcing venue changes, I don't know. But uh... Yep, so the 1857 collection is unique, uh, both in the process that's used to develop the, the category and also the materials. These shoes are handcrafted by some of the best shoemaking artisans in the world who use a long-established sort of old-world method that includes 150 steps to produce the, the quality footwear uh, that we think is, is targeted towards the most discerning golfer. The, the materials that are used are the best of the best, beginning with Italian calfskin leather. Uh, there's a cork filler that, that's uh, infused under the fitbed that provides, you know, sort of best-in-class cushion. And then the outsole components, again, um, are, are just some of the, the best materials that are available. What's FootJoy's brand goal with the 1857 collection, the target audience, uh, the worldwide distribution? You know, when is it available, uh, the retail price range for the footwear and the apparel? And uh, maybe you could just talk to how many styles of footwear and pieces of apparel are in the collection. Sure. So the, the goal of the collection is to serve a, a segment of the golf community that, that wants an authentic product that delivers luxury, luxury performance for golf sort of the best of the best in shoes and apparel, if you will. And, and a lot of that is due to, as I mentioned, the materials and also the construction. We recognize this underserved segment of the population and, and leaned on our heritage, our, our product leadership and values that we've established over the last 160 years to create the 1857 collection. We wanted to make sure that we provided a shoe and apparel line that brought the finest craftsmanship to the market that also appealed to, to this discerning golfer, both on and off the golf course. The process that's created is actually very similar to the process that we use to develop the the line, the classics line from years ago. It, it's almost the identical process, which which is one of the reasons we were brought to the the manufacturer that we're using in Europe. The 1850. Seven collection is available now at uh, some of the finest country clubs around the world, and also on footjoy.com we have a dedicated section to the line. In terms of pricing, uh, so golf shoes, as you might expect, this being sort of the best of the best, uh, they retail for about $750. We also have dress shoes that are made from the, the same construction. They retail for uh, around $595. There's also some some really cool uh, stylish uh, suede wingtip shoes in all-over gray, a a really cool fire engine red, and a a blue suede, blue suede shoes for $4.75. And then the apparel ranges sort of all over the the map from uh, golf shirts around $125 to cashmere sweaters uh, around $325. 
but might we see some pros on tours wearing any of these products? It's possible. Uh, we were with uh, Justin Thomas, Jimmy Walker, and a few other players a few weeks ago, and it's really interesting to see their reaction to these shoes. One of the first things they do is smell them. There's there's very much a nostalgic element to this line where people are taken back to, for, for players like Justin and Adam, some of their first pairs of golf shoes were, were shoes very, very similar to the 1857 collection same construction, same materials. So they they sort of have that childhood giddiness when they see the, the shoes. So, you know, our players have access to any shoes that we make in our complete line. There may be players that wear these, but I think for the most part, with the amount of time that those players spend on their feet, they'll probably skew more towards the, the performance shoes that we have in the line that maybe are a little bit, a little bit lighter, maybe a little bit more waterproof and, and more oriented towards walking 18 or 36 holes in a day. Finally, Chris, I, I just wanted to ask, you know, about the piece is in the 1857 collection a some design specifically for wear off course as everyday wear i know you talked about that before early in our conversation here but do you see people doing that and i also meant to ask is it is it a male gender specific line are there any women's pieces as well or only men at this time at this time it's just a, a male oriented line but i wouldn't be surprised if there are some uh some pieces for women to come uh, a lot of times what we do we did this when we entered full line golf apparel just based on the size of the markets we we generally develop apparel products for men first and then follow with a line for women our our women's golf leisure apparel line has been hugely successful and i would imagine that will influence an entry into to sort of premium apparel for women in an 1857 line down the road but right now it is it is oriented towards the male consumer on and off the course absolutely i think a lot of what we learned in the design of the the golf shoes is is then taken into the uh the dress shoe line so we do have some luxury off course dress dress shoes including some of the more popular popular styles like straight tips uh we have double monk strap designs uh blucher wingtip and as I'd mentioned, the all-over uh, suede wingtips in, in red, blue, and gray. The apparel line is also structured similarly, so with pieces intended for use on the golf course, like Supima cotton knit shirts and cashmere layering pieces, but also items that, that you might wear off the course, like uh, there's a very cool cashmere hoodie, several wool cotton blend half-zip sweaters, and uh a navy quilted stretch woven jacket that, while not suitable for the golf course, would be great on a, a fall afternoon to go out and watch a football game or, or go out for lunch or dinner. So definitely pieces oriented to on and off the golf course throughout the 1857 collection. Before we wrap up, just one question backing up for a second. I know there's a one glove in the line, the 1857. Could you just address that one glove? A long history, uh, the company has a long history in gloves, but uh, what makes this glove different? Yep. So as I mentioned, we've we've been uh, in the glove business since 1979. We've been number one for almost 30 years now. So a long history of of, uh, of leadership in the glove category. You know, much like the shoe and the apparel line, the, the glove was created with without restriction. So what are the best materials? What's the finest grade of leather that we can find? The construction process, the stitching, ev- everything was was produced without, like I said, without restriction. So making sure that it's the finest construction and and it's the finest materials. Again, very similar to how we created the shoe line. So this all leather glove is beautiful. It it has sort of a, um, like an antique sort of coloring to it. So it's more of an off-white than sort of the traditional white gloves that you see in the marketplace. It has a a really cool genuine leather tab uh, over the top of the glove. So it's really a beautiful piece. Thanks, Chris. I've been speaking with Mr. Chris Garrett, Director of Consumer Marketing for FootJoy in Fairhaven, Massachusetts, and you've been listening to Inside the Lab at Formula 4 Media. This is Bob McGee.